Hello from ABA Annual Meeting 2018 in Chicago, Illinois. I'm Lawrence Coletti. I'm Koji Fukumura. Barb Dawson. And we're on the road with Legal Talk Network. And we're back. We are uh, starting our day three coverage of ABA annual meeting. And I have the ABA section of litigation with me. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Well, before we get into a series of questions that I have for you, because I want to learn more about your section, I just want to talk about your bio. Where do you work? What do you do? Why don't we start with uh, Koji? I'm uh, a partner at the firm of Cooley LLP. We have about 925 lawyers. I chair the firm's securities litigation practice. I defend the public companies, officers, and directors who are being sued by their shareholders or being investigated by the government. I'm Barb Dawson. I'm at Snell & Wilmer, a firm that's throughout the West. We have about 450 lawyers across the West and in Washington, D.C. And I work with companies when they have issues with litigation, and I handle a lot of internal investigations. I chair the section litigation and sit on our management team. Excellent. And then uh, I'm not sure I, I asked this, but what positions do you guys occupy within the section of litigation? I'm currently the chair of the litigation section. Okay. Chair. And then? I am vice chair. Vice chair. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. So we got leadership here, which is good because we've got questions. And so let, let's start with just the basics. Uh, how old is the section? Well, I am the 45th chair of the section of litigation. 45th and, chair. Yeah. People are laughing, looking at me like the Donald, but... Uh, uh, I can assure you my, <laughs> a lot of things that, we, that we're going to talk about today, a lot of things, initiatives that we've taken, including protecting the rule of law, including protecting immigrant children at the border. It's a different 45, let's just put it that way. I gotcha. We have a long history of being a good landing place for anyone who's dealing with resolving disputes with litigation or um, handling trials. And it's really fun to see how the section has evolved over the years because the practice of law has evolved and what's been needed by trial lawyers has changed. And so we focus really hard to make sure we're the, the right place for people who are looking for resources to do their best in those situations. Excellent. And how many members do you have under your auspices? We have around uh, 46,000 members. Um, we are the largest uh, section in the American Bar Association with paid members. And as Barb said, you know, we mentioned 45, but, but seriously, we have many, many substantive committees from, you know, antitrust all the way through young lawyers and, and issues that young lawyers are facing uh, to securities litigation, to products liability. We have a landing place for most of the litigators in this country. Uh, from solo and small firm lawyers all the way to lawyers at the largest law firms in the world. And we, one of the things that we really take pride in, because we focus on litigators and trial lawyers, is one of the things that I've really tried to focus on this year is really protecting our members, the lawyers, whether it's you know advocating for the attorney-client privilege uh, on the one hand or globally trying to get access to U.S. law firms in other countries. Uh, we really uh, sort of pride ourselves in thinking about what lawyers in this country, litigators in this country, trial lawyers in this country need. And that's why uh, that really what separates us from other organizations. Exactly. And, you know, I think a lot of what we provide, too, is for the very talented lit litigators and trial lawyers across the country 
an outlet to do some of the stuff that they went to law school to do in the first place. You know, a lot of times you get into your day-to-day -day routine of practicing law, and it doesn't maybe give you as much of an opportunity to serve the people who are the most vulnerable among us or to think really big thoughts about projects and policies that really could help our judicial system. And so one of the things the section does is brings people together who have the passion and the energy around those things. And Koji talked about, you know, our protection of the lawyers. Another thing we really focus on is the protection of our system of justice. We are very passionate about the independence of the judiciary, and we know that we are well-suited as people who are the people in the courts all the time to talk about why that's so important and how the U.S. really is so special in having that independent third branch of government. Makes us proud to do that work. Demographics. So obviously there's a lot of different forms of litigation uh, within the practice of law. And so what's the, what's the makeup of your section? Then also, what's the tendency in age? Are these younger litigators? Are these older litigators? The paying members are older litigators, but we have been driving with almost singular focus for the last couple of years to create content and direct it to young lawyers and direct it in ways that they want to receive it. And so, um, and I know Barb has, has focused on this and she can talk about it in a moment, but I mean, demographically, it's, it's really, both geographically and demographically, it's, it's the spectrum of the United States. We do just because there are more lawyers on the East Coast. Uh, and if you look at, you know, New York, from New York down to Washington, D.C., from Boston down in Washington, D.C., that's probably 40% of our lawyers. Uh, but the rest of them are spread throughout the country. Um, Koji's exactly right. And, you know, we have found that many of our paying members are people who've been with the section for more than 10, many of them more than 20 years. They've found the wow. value there. And what um, we think is a great resource for the young lawyers and why we're thinking, you know, we want to bring them into the fold is the ability for them to be around those longer term members who are now leaders in the section, um, who have, you know, come up through the ranks and understand what it was like to be starting out in a particular area, but also have really good advice for the people who were wanting to walk in those shoes. And let me just add, for the young lawyers, I mean, being involved in the leadership of the session litigation has changed the way I practice law. It has helped me immensely, not only in networking and literally knowing lawyers from Maine to Key West to San Diego to, you know, Vancouver, Washington, and all points in between, which is great if someone needs a lawyer in San Diego in my town. Um, and or if someone needs a lawyer who does what I do, the networking opportunities are amazing. But but honestly, the service in the the leadership of the section, knowing all of the the issues that have arisen that we talk about, that the programs that I see has really made me a better lawyer overall. So it's it's a great thing that we try to drive that message down to young lawyers. And it's really interesting when we have surveyed and received information from our members as to, you know, why they've stayed with us and why they really value this section. 
And we see um, a lot of recognition for the value of our publications and the content that we push out, you know, daily. And it's really wonderful that people know that they can come to the section for those resources. But beyond that, the people who I think are the, are the true believers are the people who've spent a little bit more of their time, as Koji mentioned, using this as their network. It is amazing to be able to pick up the phone and to talk to anyone um, that you need across the country and get the information that's really just locally available that you can't get from the books or from you know reading a publication, but from the people who are practicing on the ground. That's a great value, and it's great to have those friendships across the country. Let's talk about some of those programs, including the Sound Advice. So we have a podcast, and again, the podcasts are, are digestible. You know, I think we create them and have driven them towards young lawyers, uh, but they can be on and are on. If, so if you go to ambar.org uh, slash litigation, uh, and you'll see that we have a number of resources, among them podcasts, it's called Sound Advice. There's sound advice on internal investigations, on interviewing at firms, uh, on how to prep a witness. You know, there's, there's any number of different topics that are created by some of the best lawyers in the country, which is an amazing benefit for our members. Exactly. We would like to be the resource that if someone's about to do their first deposition while they're working out on the elliptical the night before, they, they can pull up advice from seasoned lawyers on how to do that and where the pitfalls are. That's excellent. We have a business model based specifically on that is that uh, that last little bit of space of time that people have, whether it's doing dishes or they're doing their commute, mm -hmm. they're, they're hungry for knowledge and it's a great time to engage in some educational content while you're doing some other tasks that don't distract. So, well, excellent. So I, I think I know what Koji's going to say. So I'm going to put a little qualifier on this next question. And so what is your favorite reason for being part of ABA litigation? Can't be networking. It's got to be something else. Well, I think for me, it's what I've been focused on for the last almost 20 years at the ABA. I've been working with the Children's Rights Litigation Committee, and in connection with that and our pro bono task force this year, we've just launched a portal, a website that is called uh, Pro Bono for Immigrant Children. So if you Google ABA sectional litigation, pro bono for immigrant children, you'll see a landing page there that's intended to be soup to nuts, give you everything that you need to get started in providing uh, pro bono legal services to children. Please go there. So that, for me, focusing on helping children has been the thing that I've loved the most. And for me, it's the Judicial Intern Opportunity Program, or JIOP. What that is, is a program that um, places um, diverse and economically disadvantaged law students with judges for an experience um, during one of the summers while they are in law school with a stipend. And that program has made just such a difference in the lives of so many because so many of the things that you um, need to be really successful in the practice, again, are not things you can pick up from the books. You know, it's really understanding how the courts work, how people interact in those circumstances, and to get um, young lawyers um, or law students with judges who are going to mentor them can make a difference for a lifetime. Future programs, so things in the works that aren't currently available, but you have your eyes on. Absolutely. Um, the year that I will chair will be 2019-2020. 
And May of that year, we will do our section annual meeting in Washington, D.C. Well, that'll be fun. Yeah, so May of 2020, you know, it'll just be shortly before that election in November of, of 2020. So we think there might be something to talk about in D.C., and in any event, um, we know that we will have programs um, that will reflect the things we've done at annual conferences before, whether it's attorneys general, whether it's special prosecutors, other government leaders, um, you know, to bring together the people who are really um, leading the charge in the legal profession and have those thought leaders available to our members will be special. This last year we had, I mean, think about this, at our just one program, we had a former Attorney General of the United States, a former Solicitor General of the United States, former White House Counsel, former Assistant Solicitor General, uh, former uh, Assistant uh, Associate Attorney General of the United States. So, you know, the power of the sectional litigation to be able to, that's just one program. I could go on and on about the amazing plenary programs that we put on in San Diego this year. Okay. Um, and there's really no other association um, or a section within an association that can have multiple programs with amazing star power or um, amazing practitioners who you might not even know about but are the thought leaders in a particular area. Well, we've found them, we've ferried them out, we've brought them to you. But I'm going to channel the chair-elect who's going to be the chair in, on Tuesday on what he's focused on. And he is focused on, among other things, solo and small firm lawyers. You know, lawyers in the middle of the country and uh, their needs. And his annual meeting is going to be in New York City. It's going to be uh, co-hosted or co-sponsored with the solo and small firm section. And it's going to be an amazing, amazing event. That's also going to be um, in the spring of 2019. Well, we're running short on time. But before we close it out, I have one more question for you. If our listeners, they want to reach out, they want to learn more about the ABA section of litigation, how can they find you? They can find me at my firm, um, Snell and Wilmer, and you also can find um, us plus other leaders um, looking at the section litigation website. We'd welcome you to reach out to any of us and get involved. So the section litigation website is ambar.org slash litigation, um, or you could just Google me, Koji, K-O-J-I, Fukumura, F-U-K-U-M-U-R-A. Excellent. Well, we've reached the end of the road for today's episode, but I want to thank our guests for joining us and also our listeners for tuning in. If you like what you heard today, please find and rate us an Apple podcast. We'll see you next time for another episode of On the Road Legal Talk Network. If you'd like more information about what you've heard today, please visit LegalTalkNetwork.com. Subscribe via iTunes and RSS. Find us on Twitter and Facebook or download our free Legal Talk Network app in Google Play and iTunes. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Consult a lawyer.